Welcome to the Gifted Therapy Podcast, hosted by Mary Stone. Through her gift of being claircognizant, psychic, and her mediumship skills, you will be intrigued and educated about alternative ways of healing. Mary has 20 years of experience to bring her to this point. It all started with a tragedy of her own. She will be joined by me, Renee Johnson, the producer and a longtime client and friend of Mary's. I am a firm believer of all things spiritual and am a testimony of how Mary's sessions have changed my life. I hope these sessions can help you with clarity, peace, comfort, and closure, and provide you with helpful information as you move through your earthly journey. Everything provided in this podcast has come from Mary's own experience of doing private readings. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, we wanted to talk to you all about the topic of Reiki and chakras. It's a really interesting topic, and Mary happens to be a Reiki practitioner, so this should be interesting. Hi, Mary. Hi, Renee. (laughs) How's it going? Oh, it's good. I'm excited about talking about this topic because I've been a Reiki practitioner for 15 years, and it's an alternative way of healing. So we're all looking for other ways of dealing with life, right? (laughs) Yes, yes, definitely. This life is hard, so we got to find alternatives to. That's for sure. Yeah, to keep ourselves sane. (laughs) So I wanted to start off if you could explain to us what Reiki is. It's basically a form of energy healing. Um, It's a powerful healing energy that comes from a universal life force. Mm -hmm. It's actually a Japanese technique for stress reduction and relaxation that promotes healing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's spiritual in nature, and it's the purest form of healing. Mm -hmm. It's something that you go to and try to relax and let the Reiki practitioner move your energy around with her hands or his hands. It gives you the proper amount of energy to balance the mind, body, and soul. Mm, okay. So if someone wanted to get Reiki done, where where do they go for that? Like, who do they look for? Well, a lot of healing centers for Reiki practitioners there. Hospitals offer it. Individual uh, practitioners will advertise that they are Reiki practitioners. Mm-hmm. So you sort of have to seek them out. A lot of spiritual shops will offer them. Metaphysical chapels will have Reiki practitioners. So I know I worked in a wellness center for a while with cancer patients. And like I said, a lot of doctors' office offer it. The hospitals offer it. Mm-hmm. So I think you just have to do a little bit of research. Got you. Is it important to get someone who's certified per se, or is it, is it that not really too much of a big deal? Well, you know, to, to get certified to be a practitioner, you have to go through your degrees. There's Reiki 1, there's mm-hmm. Reiki 2, and then there's Master's, Master of Reiki. Mm-hmm. But... There are people 
that have just practiced it and don't have degrees in it. So I'm not saying that somebody that doesn't have a Reiki degree can't be an energy healer because that's not true. I mean, mm-hmm. most mothers are healers. All they do is put their hands on their babies and their tummy and you know, it's the energy from the channeler to heal the other person. So that that's sort of a good question, but a little confusing. So yeah, it, it helps to have a degree because you don't go through training. But if you don't and you still feel like you can do a lot of good for people, it's okay too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Like you said, do your research and do what you're comfortable with, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you you briefly mentioned that there's levels to training. So how does someone um, become a Reiki practitioner? How do they train to do that? Well, there's certain practitioners that have become teachers, and they have to get certified themselves to, to be able to teach other people to get certified. So once you have learned Reiki 1, 2, and have your master's in it, then you're capable of teaching other people. And the classes are pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And you don't really get good at it, I have to be honest with you, unless you really, really do it and practice it. I, I got my degree about 15 years ago, and I used to work at the Metaphysical Chapel of South Florida mm-hmm. on their Sunday services. They used to, before the service, you were able to go there early and have some energy healing done on you. And I used to practice there. Mm-hmm. And I uh, did that for uh, many years. And then I just started doing individuals. But uh, the more I did it, the better I got. And it's basically, it's a hands-on healing. You really don't even have to touch the person. Actually, you don't touch the person. You're not supposed to. But if you get permission to, you can sometimes touch. But it's basically using your hands and you're a channeler of the energy. And you move the energy around in the person's body. And there's times when I've felt people's energy blocked in a certain area and it makes me rock back and forth. It's to, until it unbreaks and moves and I get thrown backwards. The first time it happened, it really startled me. I was working on a gentleman and when they come to me, I don't ask anything about them. I don't want to know what hurts or, you know, because I don't. Just mm-hmm. sit down in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I was working on this gentleman, and I got to his shoulder, and I just started rocking back and forth like, oh, my God. I'm saying to myself, this energy is so blocked there. Oh, my goodness. So I just stayed there and stayed there. And all of a sudden, it jerked, and I got flown backwards. And I'm like, oh, my God. And the guy goes, oh, thanks. I can move my shoulder now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. And he goes, yeah, I was a waiter for years and my shoulder was froze. And I'm like, oh, Oh, so something like that, you know, and a lot of times the pain comes from a different area in your body. Say you, I was working on a doctor once and I told her her left knee was totally blocked and uh, I was sat there until I could move the energy. And she said, how did you know that without taking an x-ray? And I go, well, because I've been trained. And she goes, oh, well, mm. you're right. She said, I broke my 
my right ankle and I've been putting all my pressure on my left knee and it hurts like anything. So she was sort of shocked that I could figure that out without taking an x-ray. <laughs> <laughs> that but is the moral amazing. of the story is the more you do it, the more you train yourself to find where the energy is blocked. Gotcha. Okay. So what experiences have you had being a Reiki practitioner? Like, what would you like to tell us about it, basically? Well, I had it done once about um, 18 years ago, before I got my degree in it. And somebody offered it to me. And I said, yes, I never I'd like to experience. Oh, my God, it was like heaven. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you don't want, it's not like a massage, like you feel the pressure because it's not, it's just so relaxing. You practically want to fall asleep, but Mm -hmm. it just, you just sort of lose yourself and it's, it's, I don't know, you'd have to experience it, but everybody that's I've done it on just, they love it. They come back for more. It's just very, very relaxing. And that's, that's all you really can claim from it because that's all I can claim from it is that it's stress-free, it's relaxing and enjoyable, and it's one of the one ways to quiet your mind and just enjoy what's going on. Wow. That sounds like a, a great thing to do. Like it's an alternative to, let's say, massage therapy. You can get some Reiki done to still kind of open up some areas that are congested in your body, basically. Yeah, and you know, the the people that I worked on that have cancer or are going through any operations, anything like that, it sort of relaxes them to be able to take their treatment or go into surgery. And so it's it has its benefits. And, you know, when you can relax your mind, you can heal faster and you're not as stressed. I mean, before I went in my into my surgery last March, I did Reiki on myself. And I was kidding the doctor. I said, listen, you have to leave me alone for 15 minutes while I do Reiki on myself. You can come back. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. He goes, okay. And I had to relax my mind and, you know, it worked. And so, yeah, it's, it's, if you're going through stress and a lot of or health issues, it really just helps you relax. Gotcha. So you mentioned that Reiki is basically a form of energy healing. And I know like chakras have to do with, you know, energy, like energy points. Right. So could you could you explain what chakras are and how it relates to energy healing? Yeah, well, as you know, we're only made of energy. That's why we don't die, because energy doesn't die. And we have seven chakra points in our body that are major energy points. And uh, there's a crown chakra. Mm -hmm. That's the one on top of your head. And that's basically your survival instincts and your divine guidance. And... There's always a color that represents each chakra. So if you feel like your crown chakra is stuck and not spinning properly, think of the color violet. Because that's the the color that represents the crown chakra. Mm -hmm. Then the next one is your third eye chakra. It's between your eyes. 
And that's your instinct. That's basically your intuition. You want to tap your third eye when you want to know something. And uh, it basically gives you uh, your intuition. Mm-hmm. And then there's your throat chat. Oh, and that color is a dark blue, an indigo color. Mm-hmm. And um, then there's their throat chakra. That is right where your middle of your throat is. That's your communication, means of connection, speaking the truth. And that color is a lighter blue. And then there's your heart chakra. That basically lets love in and lets love out and relationships. And that is an emerald green. Then down below is your solar plex. That's your belly button. You can picture the color yellow. That's your personal power. And it controls your self-esteem and confidence. Mm -hmm. And then right below your belly button is your sacral which is an orange color. This is your physical desires with like sex, food, addictions, emotions, and feelings. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is your root chakra. It's at the base of your spine, and that's the color red. And that Mm -hmm. grounds you to the earth, and that's your survival skills Mm -hmm. and basic material needs like money and shelter. So each chakra should be spinning counterclockwise in the same direction, in the same spinning circle. Mm -hmm. And if one is blocked, then the rest of them are thrown off. So when I do chakra balancing, I make sure they're all spinning in the same direction and they're all spinning in the same amount of circle. You know, one can't be real small and the other one really big. So you really have to sort of adjust them. But once you balance them all and they're all moving and your energy is moving, you just feel a lot lighter and feel better. Hmm. Okay. Is there any specific ways that you use to clear and open chakras? You mentioned that you you make sure they're you know running counterclockwise and things like that. But is there things that you, you do other than that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go, um, obviously, to a Reiki practitioner and have them balance them for you. But mm-hmm. there's things that you can do on your own. And one is a massage. A massage is basically moving your energy around. So it's very, very good. And also fragrances of certain flowers can open up your chakras. Taking a sea salt bath. Also crystals. Crystals are very important. You can place different crystals on you in in your different chakras. Exercise, anything moving your energy, yoga, music, Mm -hmm. stretching and breathing deeply, surrounding Mm -hmm. yourself with the white light. Mm -hmm. And um, then picture the colors of each chakra Mm -hmm. and quiet your mind. You could put your hand on your crown chakra and picture the color of violet, you know, a royal purple. And then your third eye is the dark blue indigo. And then the light blue is your throat. And the emerald green is your heart. And the solar plex is your your yellow color. And your sacral is your orange. And your root chakra is red. So you can picture all your colors when you touch each chakra. Nice. Okay. And are there things that you can do that block your chakras? Oh, yeah. You know, just 
living in today's society can block them. You can walk outside, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things that can block your chakra are your thoughts and feelings, emotional upset, a loss of a loved one. The biggest one is fears, mm. anxiety, and stress, unable to forgive somebody, mm. chemicals, dwelling on the past, mm-hmm. holding on to grudges. You have trust issues, keeping your emotions bottled up, feeling unsafe, feeling insecure, insecure of your future. All of those can block your chakras. And that's why I said life itself, you know? Yeah, that's hard. It's like all of those things happen to so many people on the daily. So it's like a constant, seems like it's a constant practice to keep yourself balanced. Yeah. But you know what you can do is just take a minute and just take a deep breath and just Mm -hmm. sort of rub your hands together. Let the energy start getting warm and picture, let's say your heart chakra, say your heart chakra, you've been hurt. Say you've been dumped by your boyfriend or your, a loved one has died and you know, your heart chakra is just crushed and you start rubbing your hands together and form heat and then picture the color of the heart chakra which is emerald green and put your hands on your heart chakra and just picture it opening up and spinning you know you can work on yourself you know it's it's just a matter of taking the time to do it your solar plex you know your belly button that holds a lot of fears you know so just Picture yellow and put your hands on your solar plex and uh, give back your power, you know. So there's things you can do to yourself, but it's much better going to a Reiki practitioner, I will tell you. (laughs) It's so relaxing. And after my husband passed away, I kept all my emotions in and I was trying to be strong for everybody. And I really hadn't cried um, like I should have. When you're trying to organize a funeral and, you know, trying to be strong for your kids and whatever. So I called one of my friends who's a Reiki practitioner and I asked her to come and work on me. And I said to myself before she started working, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to get emotional. I'm just going to enjoy the, the Reiki. And she got to my heart chakra And she put her hands over it and she stood there and she opened it. And oh my goodness, I cried hysterically. I couldn't Mm -hmm. stop. Mm -hmm. I, you know, she opened it. And this is what I tell people. I said, don't be surprised if you're holding things in and I open it, you're going to be very emotional because you can't help it because you're opening it up. And... I mean, I just didn't cry. I was hysterical crying. Wow. So, and then after that, she she closed, didn't close it, but she healed it. And so, yeah, it's it's very emotional. And then <laughs> sometimes it's so funny. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got to just tell this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bad. No, um, no, I'm only kidding. Somebody came to me for Reiki and she was having a really, really hard time at work and she was keeping all her emotions in. So I opened up her throat chakra and I said, don't be surprised if you go to work and tell your boss off (laughs) (laughs) because your throat chakra is wide open. 
Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she comes to me later. She goes, thanks a lot. She goes, I told them exactly how I was feeling, and I got a raise. Ah! Oh, well, it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> but in that case, it worked out. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, my God. Could have went one of two ways. Yeah, I could have gone one of two ways. She could have got fired, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I went to work and told my boss off, you know? Yeah. Oh, no. Mm -mm -mm. So, wow. um, yeah, and every yeah. time I do a reading, I tap my third eye, my mm -hmm. intuition. I take my two fingers and I tap, 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 and I open it. And mm -hmm. it gives me my intuition. Nice. So, these are all methods that you can learn to do yourself or come to somebody like me who does healing. Gotcha. This all sounds really great. Like I love learning about ways to, you know, do alternative ways of healing and not always the traditional medicine way. It's, it's always a little bit more affordable as well <laughs> when you think about it, um, not having to take various medications or, you know, go to expensive therapists all the time. These are things that you could do for yourself or find a reliable like Reiki practitioner to help you out too. So yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> everybody looks for alternative ways today, holistic ways. And, you know, it's almost a form of acupuncture. You know, acupuncture is basically the same thing, moving your energy around, you know, your energy point, you know, except we don't use needles. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just, so yeah, if anybody's interested, you know, I do meditation over the phone. I'm really not seeing people in person yet, but I do guided meditations to put you to sleep at night and do chakra balancing, you know, mentally for you. It mm -hmm. seems to work. I have a lot of nurses that call me and on their lunch break and just want me to do a, a guided meditation for them just to relax them. And, and it, it works. And, you know, in time, I will be seeing people in person. Mm -hmm. And so we'll leave it at that. Yes. So you can always awesome. reach me through the podcast or if you have any questions for me, if you listen to these and you have a question, please, please be free to contact our, our site. Yes, definitely. Thank you everyone for listening to our conversation today. And uh, please leave us a comment and follow us on our Facebook page at Gifted Therapy. We'd love to hear your feedback and thanks for listening. Thank you, Renee. You're welcome.